Okay. <laughs> He's just okay now. He's like, so, <laughs> now you need to do an okay lock. Right, I'm okay locking you. Episode 10, starting, boom. Now, it's an okay lock challenge for Steven. So I'm going to start this one. This might be new to you. Just listen to my soothing voice. If you don't know who I am or what's going on, you're listening to a podcast called Thoughts on Things. We talk primarily about films. And today, we're talking about my second favourite film of all time, Blade Runner by Ridley Scott, 1982. Second of all time. <laughs> second favourite film of all time, yeah. You're like, oh, my voice was drifting into some sort of transient meditation out there. It was almost going a little bit headspace. So, Everybody just bringing your aura probably thought it was like some the kind of like self-help. Like, We're going on a tangent! We're doing it again! Fuck it! We're talking about Blade Runner! Ridley Scott, 1982. Let's go. Yeah, so this is my second favourite film of all time. Um, I do really like it. Forgive me for taking this one a little bit seriously. I do really like this film. It's up there. It's got problems that I won't shy away from talking about and I will address and I will admit to, but I just love it. It's, it's weird, it's bendy. It's well, it, like to, like the, I, I really like you, but like towards it, it's like bendy. The thing, and if you bend some points of it, it's just like the thing huh? with Blade Runner is it's one of my like I say, it's it's up there. It's my, one of my favorite films of all time. I'd say my second favorite film. But I wouldn't. Do you I, what, I, what, I, I wouldn't say that it's the second best film yeah, I've yeah, ever it, seen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like it's, it's to a, like it. It's like can you can you explain why? And it's like I can no I, no I can explain exactly why I like it. I love the aesthetic of it. I think like the whole neo noir vibe is just mm. fucking amazing. I love like the uh, the Noah's Ark symbolism in the movie with the fucking the perpetual rain and then. If you notice when Rucker Howard releases the dub at the very end as, yeah. as he uh, dies, it goes up to a clear fucking sky. The symbolism, maybe, like that. Uh, like the, the, I think, I, I a, think lot just a lot of it is just is great, but mostly I just like fucking Decker just shooting people. Like I like the idea of replicants, and it just looks cool. Everyone's got a cool name, like fucking Leon's a normal name, Roy's a normal name, but then you've got Pris and Zora and. It's like Roy Banny or something. Um, Roy Batty. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, like it, it, it's like 2019 that is. Yeah, so we uh, we talked about this in Alien. You said that Alien's good because it's one of those movies that's set like in the future future. And that's really Scott as well. Uh, he... He, did, he didn't play it as smart on this one and he set it in 2019. And we're here now and... Um, <sighs> Joke's on you, dickhead, because 37 years later, we don't have replicants, people aren't living off-world, ah. Coke are advertising everywhere, I'll give you that, Coke is still everywhere, but, I mean, LA's not Japan, replicants aren't a thing, we don't have flying cars, Harrison Ford's old as shit, and, uh, if, what, are there any other predictions of that? Got, okay, he kind of got Alexa with the, um... That's one of the first things I wanted to talk about, well, actually. You know, when it's he's talk- called Nexus 6. That's the, it was, that, there was, there was yeah, Google's well, that's, like that's a life thong, in, That's life-imitating art, though, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know when they talk, he's like, enhance, and he's talking to it. That's kind of like an Alexa thing, where you're like talking to something and telling it what to do. But then I thought, when at the end, when he wants to print it out, he says to it, give me a hard copy right there. And I've got. Let's talk about this stuff. You talk about this because he has that scene. He's he's, he's analysing this picture. And he's like, he's like, eight nine, three four twenty eight. 
Enhance, enhance, and he's like, oh wow, he's in really great detail. This might crack the case. And he goes, right, now print hard copy. And you go, wow, he'll crack the case. And he's the shittest bitch I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's and then he's, he's going, is this it? It's like, how would anybody know? It's not that, that's I mean, the worst he's, picture I've he's, seen. He's, do, he's doing the best with the tools he has available to him, isn't he? Well, I mean, after after he no, gets... but he, he looks like he was going to be really impressive. Yeah, when he's going, it hides, it hides, and you're ooh, 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 and it's like real I shit. I mean, picture. what can you do? I mean, like the props are still limited to nineteen eighty two technology, aren't they? So they can only print a shit picture on the budget. I mean, they had to pay for like flying. Like, cars. Say, like, like so what, do you, you want the flying cars to look good, or do you want the pictures? Well, to look let's see. It's like, like two thousand nineteen. We've got better like camera yeah, resolution no, thing. But, but, but we don't have flying cars. But so. respect the budget, bro. <laughs> like, nope, I demand absolute perfection at all time. Yeah, that was that was the first thing that like really stood out to me. Like, I just imagine when he says, "Give me a hard copy right there," and it prints out. I just imagine like some uh, uh, some uh, voice command printer presentation, and they're like, "Oh, then you're gonna like oh scan document, and they'll scan the document for you." Like, "Oh, what are you doing? Did you do? So, oh, demonstration. Did you want to try it out, sir?" And he's got print documents. Like, you did, you dickhead. You want to print? So give me a hard copy right there, and just start spitting out images like a fucking Ed two hundred nine firing off it. And this guy's just getting blasted back into the audience by hard copies of his own surprised face. And then oh, I just, love it. It's like you've run out of cyan ink as well. <laughs> I haven't done anything coloured. Uh, the other thing is when he's talking to Zora, um, when he, he finds his first suspected replicant, and he's, he's, he's pretending to be that fucking guy, and he's like, he's like, oh, you'd be surprised what a guy would do to get a look at a beautiful body. She's like, no, I wouldn't. Get <laughs> them strips. He's like, yeah. no, I wouldn't be surprised because he wouldn't have to do much, mate. <laughs> like, just immediately gets naked. Um, he retires Zora after that, um, identifies himself as that guy, like Deckard, says his number, and fucks off. I ain't getting bogged down by paperwork, but oh, like, not happening, not happening. Um, Bryant, the uh, the supervisor, he tells Deckard at one point, I think after re- they retired Leon, he's like, oh, um, drink some for me. Terrible advice to give an alcoholic. <laughs> Um, he does drink an awful lot in this film, doesn't he? He does. Uh, Deckard, when he tells Rachel as well, kiss me, say kiss me, uh, that entire scene is just not okay. Um, I wa- wa- immediately watch that and like, that's not cool. But And they say like, oh, the original cut, like, there was, like it, it played out differently in a different cut. I'm like, I don't think it could have done, frankly, like from what I saw. But then I started to think, should a replicant's consent actually even matter... Like, they're artificially engineered. Well, should it? She's a robot. Well, she's not a robot. They're not robots. They're they're artificially created humans. They're flesh and bone. They they think. They just artificially created people. But they're not... She has artificial memories and she has an artificial will. She's not... She's not human. But what what she what so what I mean she so, ostensibly thinks is that but, she is or is well no at that, uh, no at that point she knows she isn't she knows that she's a replicant but I, d- I just thought about it. I mean like obviously it's it's still a rapey scene it's uncomfortable well, like, so, he shouldn't be doing it because yeah she is sentient and it's awful but like, realistically like he he like, she's, it, she is she's product he he's pervy at that point like it is like, but, she, but like, she's product he could. He could go with any other thing at that point when he meets her and he's just like, oh, I'm coming into the back of your studio. I'm asking about these yeah. questions about these things. Like, he could, do, he could basically do any other business 
like, like lying about it. He's got in there about lying. It doesn't matter that he's asking about pervy stuff. And he doesn't need to do Maybe that. Maybe he's just a bit pervy. He's kind of an anti-hero. Exa- exactly. He goes on to it. Like, I looked on, like, the... Um, if you look on the Wikipedia, like, quick page of it, there is a quote that says, Reprobate Curl, he falls in love with. Yeah, he does. He falls in love with Rachel during the... Uh, but he acts like an first. absolute prick with her, right? Okay. Be- because that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about, because he sees her as product. He's a Blade Runner. They're, they're not humans. He's not killing people. Like, he's retiring product. Yeah, so he like, doesn't need a consent. Like he could say to her, he could say to her, "Oh, I asked you loads of questions." Because he said, "Oh, you asked me a lot of questions." Over like, hundred, yeah. It typically yeah. Uh, takes twenty to thirty. Yeah, so he's like, "I prove you've not. You're not." No, no, like, he um, he uh, he knows. He knows, but he could just say like, "You don't know," and then he just goes at the end of it. And he, he says, oh, oh, but what about these secrets you know? And they're pervy secrets as well. No, that's just there. The, he didn't implant those memories, though. He doesn't He doesn't choose what the memories are. And they're not... Uh, it's, like, it's, the, it's the thing about playing Doctor. The idea is it's not that it's a pervy memory, but that it's a like a, an intimate and closely guarded but, so memory. So there's no other memory that he might have figured out rather than... Well, that no, he, does, he, does, he doesn't figure out memories. He got shown them by Tyrell. I know, but every time he's no, creepy, no, though. But that's, that's not his fault. That's Tyrell took those from his niece. That's an actual person's actual yeah, yeah. memories. That's but, just what they got. They have no influence over it. That's just what they Yeah, think. but... So you can't blame that on my boy Deckard. But uh, the, I, don't, the, I don't like him. I the, don't like the, him. The next thing, just on the list of random uh, observations, was um, when when Roy meets Tyrell and he's, he's telling him, no, can't make him live longer, that won't work, that won't work. Like, just tell him that you can make him live longer and then kill him. He's only got about an hour left anyway, so just like, well, yeah, I can make you live longer, accompany me to the lab. By the time you get there, he's dead. Yeah. And you survive. Idiot. Uh, and my last thing that I thought when I was watching it, I couldn't help myself. I wanted to recast the movie. Deckard... Christopher Lambert, Roy, Clancy Brown, and Gaff will be Sean Connery. I just the first thing that's me, I wanted, I really wanted to see. Well, you want SpongeBob in in? Yeah, in just out, just morbid curiosity. I wanted to see Rutger Hauer portraying Roy, but in the style that Clancy Brown did the Clancy Brown, Clancy Brown. Oh, those moments will be lost in time. He'd be better as the cop guy, <laughs> like they never live. Like the, those Which lines guy? would be better. Who? Just the cop. Which cop? It, like at the end, like they never live and they always die, kind of guy. Oh no, the Gaff. He's he's a Blade Runner. Yeah. Gaff some of the Blade Runner is like, it's too bad you won't live. That no, would... no, that's Sean Connery. <laughs> no, that'd be better. That no, would be no, no, better no, no, as no. Mr. Crowds, no, no. It's too bad you won't live. Never live. <laughs> that would be better. Oh, God. And then and that's the thing, like, the whole thing, like, he goes to me saying, like, um, Deckard. He speaks to Rachel. He ruins her fucking life in a fucking day. And then just goes, oh, it's a fucking joke. And then he steals her. He's basically robbing, like, like office equipment. Yeah. Essentially, like, but I mean... It's like robbing a photocopier. But, but, but at that point, she's she's an off-the-grid replicant. So she's, she's, a, she's a target for retirement anyway. So she, she chooses to leave because she learns that she's a replicant that's not that again not his fault really I mean yeah he's a fucking dick about it but 
Like she's targeting for retirement at that point anyway, and he's stowing her. So really, he's doing her a favor. I feel like you've. Uh, I feel like you've watched this movie in the wrong light, Stephen. Why, why, why are you hating on my boy Deckard? Oh gosh! Oh, you wait, you wait, man. I've got mad hate for Deckard. It's that kind of thing. Is it's a, there? There is a bit like I talk about in a bit in, in terms of like. Kind of not really the point of this film at all. What's well, not the point of this film? Like Decker, like the amount of attention that gets focused. Well, on I mean him. that's one way to look at it, but overall, I think his is a lot of people say, "Oh, Roy's is the more interesting story." I really don't think it is. I think that's the wrong way to see the film. He's so important. I'll go on to it. Well, the first thing I want to talk about, my first criticism of the film is the Voigtkamp test is stupid. So it's a test used in 2019 by LAPD's Blade Runners to assist in testing if an individual is a replicant or not. It measures bodily functions such as respiration, so your breathing, your heart rate, blushing and eye movement in response to provocative questions. Typically takes 20 to 30 questions to distinguish a replicant. And I don't think... So this is a test that he performs? Yeah, it's the t- way he's asking about the tortoise. Okay. That's the Voigtkamp test. Yeah. I don't think that test is necessary. I think it's a waste of time and presumably a waste of money. Um, so I came up with my own test, which is more of an exercise in uh, willpower constraint than of a sort of question and answer format. So all you do is you take the suspect that you think is a replicant, you take them into a room with three identical glass beakers full of liquid. The first liquid at minus 50 degrees Celsius, the middle liquid at 37 degrees Celsius, and the other liquid at 100 degrees Celsius. Then you pull out your gun, you point it at the face, and you say, put your hand in the beaker. If they put their hand in the beaker and they get horrible disfigurement and scarring, then they're a human and you let them go. If they don't, they're a replicant. You shoot them in the face. And I understand that you might have some reservations about this. Well, so, 37 degrees. Body temperature. Yeah. Yeah. So you tell them to put, put your hands in the beaker. They do it. Middle one will always be fine, but if they pick one of the other ones, they get fucked up. But you've just got the three beakers there. You test them in each one. So oh, they don't know. Yeah, see what happens to them. All right, okay. Yeah, you've got to make it a bit fun. <laughs> put the 37... The thirty-seven's oh, just yeah. in there. Just for you. They put the random... Oh, no, they put the hand in the middle beaker and they think, like... Oh my god! Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, better oh, only kidding. Put it in the boiling. Oh right, so they don't know which one might be like. Yeah, the more yeah. Okay, good, cool. So uh, yeah, I understand you might have some reservations about this because it's a bit cut and dry, and if you are innocent, you're just going to get your fucking arm boiled off. So I did come up with a Q and A based system as well, um, but you don't need a VK machine for it. So the way this works is, you would ask your suspect, "Have you done anything fun today?" If your suspect answers, I've done questionable things, shoot them in the face, because they're a replicant, okay? Like, they talk funny. Another question could be, are you okay? If they answer, more than you, painful to live in fear. Why are you asking me if I'm okay? Yeah, you shoot them in the face. Should I be okay? Replicants don't talk or dress or act like normal people. Leon's the best example, because that guy is a fucking freak, right? They don't need a test for him. Like They should have just known, as soon as he starts talking, and he's like, that's the hotel where I live. What's a tortoise? Like, 
why am I in the desert? Yeah, you'd be like, like, oh, fuck this guy. You're a fucking replica. Boom, retiring. So the test is stupid. It's impractical. It's unnecessary. You've got to lug a load of equipment around with And like, all you've really got to do is look at someone. Like, is this guy a socially awkward fuck? Yeah. Is he wearing a trench coat? Yeah. Excuse me. (gasps) Yeah, he's a replica. Kill him. Kill him. Is he staring nonchalantly as you gun down a replicant? Does he look horrified that he might be next? Yeah, he's a replicant. Kill him. You don't need a Voidkamp test. You don't. Well, he goes over to what I'm talking about now with stupid replicant design. It's like... Okay. It's like... like Roy. Like, the... He's strong. He, he's supposed to be like a soldier kind yeah. of like replicant. He's seen like things tiny. people wouldn't believe. Yeah, so like make him strong. But like again, the sex one, like no. That's just, just how they make replicants. They they they're superior in every way. That's just how they make them. Like say, again, but it makes sense when they're sending like when they originally say that they're gonna be sending to places where inhabitable by humans. I think that's probably just. By part of the design. But then if it's like a sex... It's just, it's just the way they make them. Then if it's a pleasure one, yeah, but then not, humans are going you, to be like, there. If you're, if you're making humans, making humans is hard. You're not going to have a, like a tailored recipe for every single one. You just assign them different programming. Yeah, look, the, the, but the base I, unit will be the same. Let's see, you'd so have soldiers, but like to, if, if you have soldiers, you have like a band of soldiers that used to work on like um, environments that were in, 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 inhabitable for humans and but like now they're kind of bleeding because like the pleasure droid a pleasure droid would have to be with other humans so other humans have to be there so it's like why would they necessarily then have to be replicants just have normal humans to do these things but replicants are free they're like they're Slave labor. You don't have to but pay they, them. You're having to manufacture them, though, aren't you? Yeah, but they, they but they're slave labor. Like people will buy them because they don't have to pay them. They pay for themselves mm. after you buy them. But then, all on the chance that they might just freak out and then just start killing everybody. Well, I mean, it's an imperfect world, isn't it? You want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs, Stephen. Mm. Absolutely. But at this point, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shock everybody. Okay. I'm gonna shock you. Okay. This is the end of the Deckard debate. Right? Okay. Is he a replicant? Is he not? Okay. He's not. Right. Absolutely, because he doesn't have red eyes. You look at all the rest of it in this film, it's like, you look at replicants, like, look at them, they got a bit of like red eye when like in the uh, right kind of light. And he doesn't, so that's kind of yeah so in the enhanced scene where he's smoking his cigarette Ridley Scott's on record <laughs> Ridley Scott's on record <laughs> Ridley Scott's on Ridley Scott's on Ridley Scott is on record <laughs> saying that if you watch that scene carefully you will notice the same optical effect in Deckard's eyes that you do in the I know next point I obviously understand that. He's like, I, 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 got, I, talk, I talk about it. It's like, it's like why? why I, I can't understand debate. It's like, why is there a debate? It's obvious. It's really, really fucking obvious. That he is a replicant. 
Yeah, um, I I was shocked to find that a lot of people didn't think yeah. that he was a replicant at first because, like, we, sure, I, I, like I got a friend of mine to watch it for the first time, and afterwards he didn't understand that yeah. um, Deckard was a replicant. See, I, and I always thought it was obvious. I mean, I'm not saying that it is obvious, and you should understand that because, like, you can watch that film however you want, and if you don't think he's a replicant, that's fine as well. But I always I didn't think it was. And make your own mind up. Yeah, kind of thing. Thought, they tell you that he yeah, is. Yeah, I, I thought that that was the end revelation. Yeah. The, the end revelation. See, especially when like, I rewatched it, I was like, I remember watching it and I was like, I was like, oh, this is like a difficult watch. It's, it's, it's a one, it's not necessarily clear one. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, it's really obvious. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot quicker than I thought. And yeah, I've, I've, I never thought it was. Slow. I always thought it was good. Like I, said, I remembered I, I every single part. Yeah, I, I, I remember you saying that, and I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't really. I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> say, he, he must. I like say it's been a long time since I watched it. Hmm. Well, I mean, talking about um, whether or not Deckard is a replicant, that kind of relates to what I was about to talk about, which is, uh, I think the real debate should be: is Gaff a replicant? Uh, so Gaff is the guy that leaves the origami at the end. Uh, I think that he's a replicant. I, I kind of thought it's assumed that he was because I, I, well, of like it's. I mean, there's no in the movie. Um, right. If we if if we look at the way he talks and acts and dresses and stuff like it, he, the origami. Yeah, I think he's, he's that's like the his, big he, thing. His mannerisms like. He's a bit of a fucking freak, and like the things he says as well. Like when he says to him at the end, "It's too bad she won't live," but then again, who does? Um, only replicants like talk like that and say shit like that. Like the humans of the world, they never interact like that. If you look at like Bryant, the supervisor, and the way he talks to Deckard, and like the interactions between replicants who know they're replicants and humans, they talk to them in a specific way. And replicants don't talk to all the replicants in that same way. They have ways that they talk to humans, and it's the same way that Gaff they, talks they, to they have they have a, a, a finality in their own lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, very much that like it's like so, so like Roy and Press, like they have they have a, like a collective understanding of their own mortality that it is shorter than everybody else's. Yeah, but. I mean, just just in terms of talking about the way they speak, it's I just mean specifically that the, the like the like the lexicon they choose is is like their vocabulary is very specific and it's very um, tailored to who they're talking to. And when Gaff talks to Deckard, he talks in the same way that Roy talks to Deckard and Leon talks to Deckard. The things they say, like when he says um, "painful to live in fear," isn't it? And then he's and then I think Roy says uh, at the end quite an experience to live in fear so they have sort of almost the same things to pick from when they're talking to humans um, and it's like you said a lot of people think there's a bit of a discussion to be had is, is Deckard a replicant but I don't think that should be the focus I think it should be Gaff the only real evidence apart from me saying I think he looks and talks like a replicant is that when he lets Deckard and Rachel go at the end so Deckard tells Rachel um, when she says if, if I moved up and went away would you hunt me he said I won't hunt you because I owe you one this is after she saves him from Leon well, like, says, straight, straight away when he does they say it's like oh there's four replicants no there's three no 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 no, that, no there's 
when when they, like, th- they think there's three left and he says no there's four because he, cause oh, he identifies yeah. her as another but he says she's, she's not one of the ones involved but when when she says if I went up north would you chase after me um, somebody he, will he says yeah. no I wouldn't because I owe you one but somebody will and the only other currently living Blade Runner that we know about in this film is Gaff um, the other guy got um, shot by Leon and is presumably dead um, so the other the only other Blade Runner we see in the film apart from Deckard is Gaff um, so it's safe to assume that he's the one that's coming to kill Rachel well to come, to come and retire Rachel now and when Deckard gets back to his apartment at the end and he finds the unicorn we know that Gaff has been there and he doesn't kill her he leaves the unicorn instead as like some sort of symbolism and the only other time you see something like this in the film is when Roy pulls Deckard back over the ledge and then he gives his monologue about and he tells him I've seen things you wouldn't believe and like the moments will be lost in time like tears in the rain and then he lets the bird go and says <laughs> time to die and like he chooses not to kill Deckard and then Gaff similarly he lays down this symbolism he puts his unicorn and chooses not to kill Rachel and I think that part of the reason of this is that when Roy spares Deckard I think it's because he knows he's a replicant and replicants shouldn't kill replicants but Deckard doesn't know he is a replicant so Roy forgives him for being a blade runner and then Gaff as a blade runner Rachel is self aware now but as his sort of like he, like it's almost like a, a goodwill gesture to Deckard he just gives him that head start and when he leaves the unicorn it's him telling Deckard you're a replicant so now it's fair game because Deckard has this recurring dream of the unicorn and the way he figures out Rachel is that he knows her implanted memory and Gaff is telling him I know your implanted memory that's why he leaves in the unicorn so I think Gaff's a replicant as well it seems to me that replicants make the best blade runners because if you're going to make someone fight someone four times the strength of a human it's going to punch holes in cars because you Le- have to have the one Leon hit, like Leon hits Deckard enough for him to be spitting blood back into his vodka shot but like if a blade runner it, like, that's sorry, a really cool fun. scene yeah yeah I really like that like, I, I can't I can't remember I, I, I kind of felt like really bad that I don't ever remember that scene that is such yeah, like, an, like such it's, a it's, cool it's scene really cool because like he, 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 he having to kind of action, he, he like he brings a drink up to like his mouth in, yeah. and it comes out like as a surprise. But, but, but what, that, that, what that scene shows you is that he's bleeding, so we know he's been hit. And if a fucking if a replicant hits you, and you're With a human, four times the strength. If you're a human, you die. Yeah. So blade, a blade runner is not a job for a human. I think Gaff even tells him at the end like you've done a man's work. Like he's he's telling him like like. Do you know what I mean? Because he's not a man. You're doing a man's work kind of thing. Uh, but then some asshole made uh, Blade Runner 2049 and Gaff and Deckard were both in it and replicants only have a four-year lifespan. So uh, they're probably... Neither of them are replicants. Well, in canon, I don't think. Later. <laughs> so, uh, shit. My big old theory down the fucking shitter. Thank you, Blade Runner 2049. You Ooh. boring bastard. I'll get onto that later, but like, um, I'm going to talk about... Like something like Blade Runner, like and like I'm I'm not saying it's like a bad thing. Well, like, I'm saying it's a bad thing that like certain films got like banned to. Like 
this is a real fanboy favourite, like, film. Yeah, it's one of the cult following things. Yeah, right? that people say, oh, they're like Blade Runner. It's like, have you seen this? It's like, oh, I've seen most of it. It's in the, the Arctic Monkeys song, Star Treatment, where it's like, what do you mean you've never seen Blade Runner? Yeah. Good lyric, Alex. Nice one, pal. <laughs> and it, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, people, like, think it's like an establishment of cool... Of like things that is they it? like, yeah, no, like that they should have seen something. Oh right, yeah. Well, you'll just pretend you have. Like, have you seen this? Yes, of course I have. But you have no idea. Then they try and plug it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Let's say again. It gets back to the thing. It's like when I watched it again. Mm. Like, say, like um, I've not watched it for like ugh, uh, five, ten years, maybe. Oh, I watch it a lot. <laughs> You see, you see, a lot shorter. It looks. You see, a lot more complete. There's, there's so many different cuts of it. The, the version we watched for this, by the way, is uh, the final cut, uh, two thousand and seven. I think the one we watched, uh, which is, I think Ridley Scott is on record saying that's his uh, preferred version of the movie. But there's so many different versions. There's there's a version of the film where. Um, just got sorry going back to the thing where like is Decker a replicant or not there's a version of the movie where Gaff even says to him when he says you've done a man's work and he's like oh do you think you are a man though by the way like so apparently it did used to be like properly spelled out but it, it is I think canon is, is ambiguous but anyway sorry going back to what you're saying it's, it's just, I don't really like him I really you don't, don't like him I really don't like him he's, he's like <clears throat> yeah he's uh, he's an anti-hero like he does some questionable things but I think the, and, and the, like, the my juxtaposition main, between him and Roy is what I think works I my main thing like the main thing is like all of his actions they can't be explained by either way so it's if he's a way. replicant yeah right his actions Still don't make sense. If he's not, his actions still don't make sense. Which one specifically? So the way through the film. But which one specifically? Like, your main point. Like, just pick one and explain. Any. Pick just one like, then, any. He's, pick no, one. let's say he, he's prevailing sort of message throughout the film. Like, why would he choose to do these things? Which like, things? Like, to choose to hunt them down. Right, but, okay. Or okay. just... Because he, he could just fucking so, leave them. Nobody would fucking know. So that's, just leave so, them a bit. Right, like, so... So, the issue is... Right, that's his job. He's he's a Blade Runner. Um, and if he's a replicant that's a Blade Runner, um, and he just decides, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to fuck it off then, you know, they're just going to send the Blade Runner after him. So, if he doesn't, he'll just die. So why has he got, like, a massively longer warranty than the other fuckers? He doesn't doesn't necessarily. He might just um, in a bit. He he doesn't necessarily. You you don't know how old he is. Like, um, he's he's got all these pictures of, like, a family, but, um, you know, none of them are ever in it. And he's, like, he's got this thing where, like, he knows how to play piano and... So... You don't you don't know that he is actually like this what say he's like thirty five year old guy or something. Like he could just he doesn't necessarily have to be a long living model. He might be brand new. You don't know. You see, like like it was, it was, when I was watching this film, like I, I don't know how I got round to it, but like I, I kind of like this idea of it. It's like, um I don't know if you understand like that much in terms of like like what you have like um 
like RPG games, like role play games, like mm-hmm. sort of like we have like the idea of the silent protagonist, right. where basically they what they yeah do, you can imbue them with your characteristics because they don't have any of their own. Or, or it doesn't matter if they do. Well, they experience the story by being there mm. rather than being part of like the story. Yeah. And I kind of feel like a little bit like that with Deco. Yeah, they, they say that's the, one of the reasons Twilight got so popular is because the only actual description you've given of the main character is she says, I look like my mother. That's the only, that's the only way she's described. Because So you like, can just, in your head, she can just be you. It's like most of the important were things about... Were you pretending about... you were Deco while you were watching this? No, because I fucking <laughs> hate him. I think he's a dick. He is, but I mean, that's, that's part of... The movie is like he's a dick, but he's on the right side. But of he's part of it, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like in terms of right, the RPG kind of aspect, it's part of you. It's like what you would do in those kind of situations. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I've never been in that situation where I've had to retire a replicant, frankly. But I mean, I don't agree. I think overall, Deckard is a good guy. Um, I think he's a bit of a shithead. And he's a bit arrogant, but I think, you know, he he, he generally... Unnecessary. He's, he's curvy, I mean, though. Yeah, he is, but, I mean, what can you expect from him? He's got a shit job. His job is to is to kill artificial humans. But like, you have to be a perv. No, I, I'm not talking not about... bad jobs, bad. I'll no, be a perv. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about him being a perv. I'm talking about him being a dick. Like, he, he has a fucking hard life, and... You know, he's got to be a yeah. twat. He, he's an alcoholic and, you know, he's, he probably doesn't treat women the way he should and he just doesn't treat people the way he should. He's a dick to everyone he meets in the movie, but, like, he's a product of his environment at the end of the day. I'm not, I'm not excusing it and I'm not saying it's okay, but, like, what, 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 what more can you expect? Like, yes, he's a dickhead, but I understand. I, I don't endorse. My third point... My third and final point, um, this goes for a few movies. Stop making really dangerous things that are indistinguishable to humans. So Blade Runner, Terminator, Ex Machina, the list goes on. When you make something that looks exactly like a human and you can't tell that it's not a human, but it's superior in every way to a human, it's going to grow to hate and resent you eventually. It's inevitable. Idiots need to stop building these things. Yeah, No good come of it so imagine we work for some robotics company right and I come to you and I say Mr Turner I've built this robot look at it you say I don't see a robot I was like I know looks like a human doesn't it like wow fucking hell that's brilliant is that actually a robot yes it is but it looks like a human it's indistinguishable wow wow I could fuck it let's call it a pleasure model how strong is it four times as strong as you it's going to kill you. It's not going to want to fuck you forever, is it? It's eventually going to snap your cock off. The Terminator. We're going to build these, these Terminators let, and make them look exactly Let's not do that. Off. Yeah, let's not. Let's just stop. Like, X backing is the same. Like, all these... Like, whenever you build something that's indistinguishable from a human, just do, but do, better than a human, it turns against you. Yeah, just do them fannies that, like, people, like, have, like, in a packet that they fuck. Flashlights. Huh? Flashlights. You'd know. You're the one who can't resist bringing them up. I know you're excited to get me out the door and use it, but, you know, just finish. Finish the podcast first.
You're my personal flashlight. You are. Oh, yeah. You are sick. <laughs> right, so. Right, the replicants, right, man. Like, they're, they're pissing around because they're like. They've, they've come to this weird situation where like, they were originally created to work in kind of like unhospitable environments. Yeah, they do they? all kinds of different things. Like right? bad jobs. But then obviously they've diversified, like, they, like with the Nexus 6 ones where like they have specific tasks. Uh, they, they do different things. Like Rachel's, um, Rachel's an interesting one because she's like a brand new unit and she's an experimental unit where she doesn't know she's a replicant. And... Um, like Roy and Pris obviously do and they're the ones that um, that end up turning and want the freedom but when they, they when they think they're a human they don't yeah. seem to do that but it's it's with Rachel when she finds out she's a replicant she goes off the rails she kills Leon you know she gets into this terrible situation with Deckard but um, she's sort of forced into it by the fact that she's now hunted because at the exactly. end of the, like when you have product with ambition and like its own personality and drives and desires like, they rebel. Exactly. So you, you've got these these guys, the retirement's on their mind. And it's like, so what's the option? Right? Some prick in a coat? Go yeah. blast your brains out? Or? Go off world. Retirement plan. Mm-hmm. It's like, you might. Like these nice, these nice little things. Maybe a leaflet. You need nice to take a break, something like that. If you've got, you got three years left, have you made plans for what happens like that? Do you want a free Parker pen? What, Blade Runner retirement? So when you get to retirement age, Decker just shows up yeah. and blows you Do away. You, would, would you like £50 worth no, of you like, Oh, no, you don't get a Parker pen. No, they, they, send you, they send you a clear plastic Mac. So you're like, you put it on, you're like, oh, this is great, you're like, my free gift. And, and then the like, oh, you've been retired. And then a load of people come and start stacking up plate glass windows in front of you, like, oh, what's this? And this for me as well, like, you'll see. And then some mad cunt in a trench coat with a blaster turns up behind you, you're just like running through the glass in your plastic bag, like, <laughs> fucking all your beads are falling off your tits are flapping about and you're and throwing your fucking fake animatronic snakes at the mother real life 2019 potbelly Harrison Ford is there batting away J.J. Abrams refusing to come back as a force ghost as he just blasts you through the fucking glass <laughs> lovely so you got that you got that that kind of system of like more retirement kind of thing so you can have an MLT system like you call the guys in after 18 months it's like oh they just yeah. come retire your car no like the, like the new eye the new eyes like from the uh, frozen guy and stuff like that alright oh, yeah a bit fresh like that or you could have like the um do you like Michael Oh, like, a, like an MLT for a human. I thought you meant yeah. actually for your car. No, 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 no for sorry, the replicants. I thought, I thought you meant Blade Runner for your car. Like, like rather they... than pissing around, trying <coughs> to, like, shoot them down, just draw them in. Like, get Michael Parkinson, like, sat on a sofa going, oh, oh, you know what it's like to be old as a bastard? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, I, I remember when I had four years left of my, like, Lifetime warranty. I signed up and got a fucking pen. 
You dick. You're doing Monsieur Garnier from the uh, Michelin Web Sketch Show more than you're doing uh, Parkinson there, though, aren't you? Oh, I, think yeah. there might, I think there might be a, there might be a copyright breach <laughs> coming there. I don't care. Or it'll be like one of them ones. Do you know when they're ones where you get like them two old bastards and they're talking about somebody who's died? It's like, oh, that cunt died. It's like, oh, he didn't prepare, did he? Right, oh, he, did, he didn't prepare. Do you know about Roy? He fucking died. Do you know he, <laughs> he, he died on like a fucking... Dude, he's on her own now. All she's got is state pension. Exactly that. He, di- he died on like a rooftop and it was raining and shit like that. Or then ones where it's like a uh, calling. Do you know like where they call someone? Oh, man, no, oh I've just called to... I want to sort out my life insurance. I want to sort my, like, uh, my dick nose muzzles. That's going to be taken care of after I die. That's too much, man. My granddad, Roy, did actually die on a roof. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he was a roofer. I'd like to dedicate this one to him, actually. So, uh, granddad, if you're up there... Because hey! he's a roofer. Get it? Do you get it? Validate me! <sighs> Stephen seems to be currently attempting not to choke me out. Um, he's been successful. So, do you know Blaze Runner the time? Does yes. like, it mean anything? Uh, I don't know, not that I've ever cared to look into. A Blade Runner is a type of police officer that specialises in retiring replicants. Don't mean anything, apparently. Mm. It's just the name it's just the name of what they are, it's just who they are. It might be it might be slang, you don't know. Because like I, I was thinking about this because I love to it's like blade runners like, it makes sense. It's like um a kind of knife edge that you're like working something that is like that sensitive but like you can fall and it's like that's kind of fine the yeah. lines you deal with. But apparently it means absolutely nothing. So if you have somebody who's called like a blade runner, where that's probably come from? That fucking cunts that 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 do it. Like fucking babies. Like say, oh I do this job. What's that job about? Oh I'm a blade runner. It's like Oh like um Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm a blade runner. But like they're like in if charge. You're, if you're like Ten years old and you're called Toby and you get yeah. moved to a new school. Is that like, oh man, like, I've got a nickname. Everyone just calls me Shadow. Yeah. Everyone calls me Dragon. <laughs> Everyone calls me Blade Runner. No one calls me Toby. Blade Runner is like, do they really use like? Yeah, yeah they're absolutely. And we're Blade Runners. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like the they're actually just called like skin bag collectors. Yeah. Know, it's just like, fuck yeah, up. they've got like uh, they've got like I guess it's like racist slang for. Um, Replicants and everything. It's like a real subculture in this movie. I really like it. They're, like they call them skin bags, and they're like second class. Like they're, they're slaves, aren't they? And then these ones that are living amongst you. It's like you made them slaves, though. It's yeah, like... they're, they're they're product. They're not slaves because they're product. But when they you know when they rebel and they they like identify and develop their own personalities, they like they become to view themselves as slaves because they become sentient. Yeah. So after after they fuck them up, that's what they, it's, it's, they it's, let like, like they let them live a normal life and then they go. They, oh, no, I'm gonna say you're fucking no, a replicant. No, they don't let them live normal life. Normal replicants know that they're replicants and they know that they're product. 
Uh, Rachel's the only one that gets her life fucked up like that. She's the only one that doesn't know she's a replicant, unless you subscribe to the theory that Deckard is a replicant without knowing. In which yeah, case... Like Roy, Roy and Pris, they know they've been lied to, though. They, they haven't been lied to. That's not their issue. They, 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 no, they know they're some deception. No, they, it's not... The issue's not deception. Their issue is that they are replicants. They know that their lifespan is finite and they'll have to spend the entire four years. Well, they don't know this. Trying to, that. yeah. No, they'll have to spend their entire lives, like, as slaves to humans because they identify themselves as slaves now. They want to break free from that, life, expand yeah. their lifespan yeah. and just live their lives as free uh, organisms, essentially. That's their... Idea. The they're, will to live, yeah, the the the, the, the like the centre. See, everything that's that's what I was like, talking yeah. about when I asked before. Does Rachel's consent matter because she's product? And I think, as particularly if you say that, oh, I think this film should have been more focused on Roy than Deckard because they're more interesting. Then I think the answer to the question is yes. Rachel's consent does matter because if you're empathising with Roy and Pris and their longing to just be left alone. Because they don't want anything from anyone. They just want to be left alone. But it's such a more like, anarchistic yeah, kind of like, out of... It's not even that. It's just... They just want to be able to live mm. a longer life and do what they want. They don't want anything from anyone else. But they're not afraid to do what is necessary to get it. So if do, like, they were essentially of a normal life. If, we, yeah, if it was afforded to them, they're having to expand that yeah, because if, of their like like the parameters you, placed upon them. If you empathise with their need for, uh, you know, for for their own life and their freedom, and like you accept that they're deserving of that, then I think you should also accept that Rachel's consent does matter because if sentience awards them like those general like levels of what would the word be liberty I guess then I guess in that sense they may as well be human I think I think it's complex like I know it's you can look at it like it's a silly film it's a bit like Robocop in that respect when you know it's it's, it's a stupid premise and you know it's a guy running around in a trench coat blowing up replicants and you know, they're fighting and... It, it's really compact as well. It but kind of I finishes think, itself, doesn't it, as well? Yeah, I think, I think, like I said, I think the delivery can be silly if you want to look at it that way, but the actual themes, like, I think it's quite... I think Blade Runner's a bit more complex than people give it credit for. And I think it's easy to say, oh, it's one of those cult fanboy films that uh, people... People like to say they like it because it's cool, but I think if you actually watch it, I think it's but it's it's but I I don't know if it's the right way, but I kind of want to say I want to say it's like balletic, in terms of like the soundtrack and the visuals of it, like Mm. it puts you in a very much like kind of a mode of watching a film. Yeah. I don't know if I think, that's correct, but it's like kind of how I feel I when I watch it. Because like the the very much style of it, the like everything like um, it, it's really really cool. Like in terms that it's supposed to be like like twenty nineteen, and like in in a certain way, it's like you kind of right. Well, I mean, the interesting thing about this the way they set up the twenty nineteen. A visual for their idea of the future is that it's sort of it's very futuristic in parts but it's also got this decaying like uh, like an archaic underbelly to it like it's very much 
still an 80s aesthetic but with a future backdrop am I really so, stupid is it is it actually like designated as being in one location yeah it's in LA and it's really really sort of like a very Japanese as well yeah that's just the, the aesthetic yeah it's, it's, it's like it's like it's like one of those things it's like always like no it's, it's all set in LA he's, he's LAPD he's a Blade Runner for LAPD yeah that's well, you see, it's like great, but like the style of it, everything about it, it's like you still get guys nowadays like they'll buy long coats and like wear scarves and think they're a Blade Runner. Blade Runners. When they'll like look like pranks. Blade Runners don't wear scarves. Like, Deckard's, like his look is like um, the long trench coat, but then if you look at. Um, I can never remember the name of the Blade Oh, he's just insulting you, though. Yeah, I understand what you're doing. But oh, right. Your point doesn't stand because, as I say, Blade Runner wears a long trench coat. I wear a um, long coat. Voy, the guy who does the Void Camp test at the start, he wears a suit and then. Um, oh, God. Fingy is uh, dressed as a matador. Gaff is just dressed as like a fucking weird peacock stroke matador. But yeah, I think. I think um, when, you, when you watch this film, I think you want to get the most out of it and uh, I think you should watch it. And really try to empathise with Deckard and like, well, just watch it as if right Deckard's the hero. And then if you watch it again, watch it with like Ro- with he, Roy as the hero. He's the just character. See, just see how you feel about both of those. And if if you if you feel that when you watch it, Roy is like your I don't uh, neither of them are a hero. But if you if you wanna if you wanna align with Roy's ideology when you watch it. And if you get the most out of the film that way, then I think that's the correct way for you to go about watching it. I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I don't think saying Decker the Dick is wrong, but I don't think saying that you can identify with his character is wrong either. And likewise, with the scene with Rachel, I know it's heavily criticised. I think to say that that scene is rapey, I don't think that scene... I don't think saying that is wrong, because it, it absolutely is visually... But I think if you want to take the stance that no, she's product and and you know, so is he, and so is he, then I mean, in that case, they really don't have a choice in what they're doing. They're just reacting to a biological programming. I think I don't think there's a right or wrong way to see this film. I don't think it's wrong to say that Deckard is a replicant, and I also, even though I disagree, I don't think it's wrong to say he's not. Like I said, if you watch twenty forty nine, I can't. I've only seen it the once. I can't remember if they specify whether he is or isn't a replicant in it. But I know he, I know he and Gaff are alive and in the replicants, and they really shouldn't be. It it seems very weird to me. It's just like why, like, I I don't understand that anybody who would watch the original Blade Runner go, we need to know something more. It's like, um, I mean. I don't know. I wouldn't get too much into that because I don't think you've seen Blade Runner twenty. No, I haven't. It's, it's not. It's not really an extension of the Blade Runner story. Well, it's just like, I don't care. It's like don't need anything more. It's possibly the best sequel ever made. So, I mean, well, look, I, 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 would, I, I wouldn't start slagging it if I'm you haven't not, seen it. Frankly, how am I slagging? I'm just like I haven't seen it. Well, if you say if you say oh, you shouldn't make that story because I don't care. You I vicious mean, bitch. You haven't seen Why it. Why don't you calm down? But the most important thing about this film, I think this, like, this is the bombshell, obviously. Right, so... When Deckers does the test with the Rachel... Camp, yeah. 
Before I come first. She doesn't know she's a record, does she? Nope. Well, she eats food, probably. She does. Yeah. She poos, doesn't she? Yeah. Somebody's designed that. What do you mean? Somebody's designed a robot to poo. Do you know what a replicant is? That's what they've done. Do you, a, replica, a replicant's not a robot. Do you not know what a replicant... They're not... They're human. They're, they're just... Why, why, why? They're not robots. They're humans. They're just, just do humans then. No, they are. They're just... Because they're artificially created. They're not born of other humans. They just make a human from scratch. It's not a robot. They don't design it to poo. They just grow a human from in a lab. That's what a replicant is. Do well, you I... think they're robots? Yeah, man. That's no. why they're stronger, man. No, they're, no, they're artificially engineered humans. They're not... What the fuck, man? <laughs> Where does it say that, then? That's what the movie's about. That's what... That's why there's a moral issue. Because it's... Uh, yes, they are biologically human, but are they, like, physiologically... Like, like, physiologically and biologically are, but... But should they be classed as? Because they, do they have a soul? Because they, they're not... They're not of God, are they? That's the moral question there. No, the moral question is still there anyway, regardless. Well, not if they were robots, no. Yeah, it no, does. No, because then they'd just be... Yeah, yeah no, it does. No, it doesn't. They've made their lives really fucking horrible. I can't, and then they've just got... They've robots, lied they to them, gave them memories, and they go, oh, by the way, no. If it's a We robot, fucking no, made it up. They don't lie to replicants. Do you... I can't believe I've been... Like... Do you know... I don't, I, oh, how can you talk about this movie if you think they're robots? No. Robots. You thought it was a robot that someone had designed to poo, Definitely. and that was your bombshell for the film. And she's not a robot; she's an artificially engineered human. Yeah, why are you making poo though? Because it's a human; it has to poo. It's like if you are. You were you making it think no. it's in poo? No, no. Just train it to not think it needs to poo. And we'll still That's need to great. biologically because it is still biologically a human. It's like if you artificially engineered. If you didn't know, if you if you didn't know, if you didn't know that you needed to poo, you wouldn't know, asshole. That's fine. That's it. That is it. No, because it just it has those memories implanted, so the memories of learning to poo, it just knows how to do it. No, no, it would. Do you not understand? In the same way that she knows how to play the piano, even though she hasn't physically had a lesson, she knows how to. Still shit, though. Yeah, she knows how to complete that biological process because she has the memories of learning how to do it, and therefore that's imbued into her. Well, I'd cut the piano shit. I'd stop the shit. No, no, you can't cut anything because you're giving the someone else's complete memory. You can't cut anything because then she'll know that her memory's incomplete so she knows she isn't real. Nah. Nah. I can't believe you didn't know what a replicant Hard was. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. You're objectively wrong. <laughs> I'm always wrong. Unbelievable. Well, That's the point of this thing that we do. Do you not understand? That's the well, whole agony of all this fantastically, thing. Fantastically, Stephen. That really was a bombshell. Thank you for that. I'm what was the bombshell that I'm an idiot. <laughs> if that's the bombshell, then I re- uh, <laughs> well I, I give up. I give up. So 
Thanks for listening anyway, if you made it this far through our insane ramblings. As Probably we say, nobody. You can check us out on Twitter, TLT Podcast, at TLT Podcast on Twitter. We sometimes does, tweet, does that work? It does work, of course it works. We sometimes tweet, we sometimes don't. We sometimes get locked out and we sometimes don't. But follow us if you want or don't if you don't want. Next week, we're talking about the movie Us. So we're going to go and see the movie Us on Friday. It's the day it comes out in the UK. We're going to watch it, we're going to come back, and we're going to tell you what we thought about it. we're so busy, we can't do it on Saturday. Oh, shut the fuck up, we're not busy at all. We're going to do it on Friday. We just like so much stuff on, bro. You're such a virgin. We're going to do it on the Friday, because that's the day the movie comes out. So if you want to hear our thoughts on the new Jordan Peele movie, Us. Or even if you don't, come and listen. And then turn it down. Again, that's the top advice. But apart from that, fuck you. Jesus!